0: Little and Jelly Spoons. Welcome to Truth, Love, and Peace 28. I will very soon get tired of saying that. Uh, I am joined today by Kirby Hullett. Thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks for it's having me. It's a pleasure to have I appreciate you. appreciate it, man. And uh, we'll push go live on the Facebook thing, so we'll make all that happen. We'll make sure everything's recording. Voila. Poof. Everything's happy. We can read comments from people, but I'm going to make them big because my eyeballs are not wonderful. And here we are on another Tuesday at the Days Inn, the back porch. Pre-open mic for, uh, for all of us young aspiring comedians. But you've been doing this a lot longer. How long have you been doing comedy?
1: Um, I think it'll be nine years this summer. Goddamn. I think. Goddamn. Yeah.
0: No wonder you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you
1: for <laughs> You've had time to practice. Yeah. Uh, Tony Burkett got me into it. Uh, it was cool because me and him, the way that we first met, we were down at the handlebar uh-huh. And uh, we were tore up, and um, some of our mutual friends had gotten together, and they were leaving to go do something that we weren't going to partake in. We'll just leave it at that. And uh, so we were just stuck outside the handlebar by ourselves, hanging out, and people started walking up. So we started charging a cover. We're like, "Hey, five bucks to get in." And blah blah blah. And uh, then a girl showed up. She's like, "When did you start working here?" I was like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, how you doing?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were we were friends after that. And then uh, a little bit later, we just we're always making sure to laugh. He's like, "You ought to do stand up." and I'd started writing down my jokes probably in my early 20s, and I had a notepad where I just wrote everything down because I always wanted one day to be a comic. And uh, we went to New Orleans because there wasn't any open mics or anything in Pensacola back then. And we went to New Orleans, and Tony, uh, they were asking, there was like 30 people there, 30, 40 people to sign up. And since Tony had experience, I didn't. He actually gave me his spot, and I got to and I just, I ate my dick. It was fucking terrible, (laughs) so.
0: I was just reminiscing about one of those times for me earlier. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, par for the course though. Like, uh, everything that I've, I've read and and come to learn is the the first couple of times are, are if you're funny, fine. That's not what it's about. Yeah. It's much more about getting up there and and learning to be in that kind of space and that kind of zone than, and I guess for me trying to be funny on demand, like writing jokes. I can't imagine writing jokes 10 years ago. Like I struggle with it now and I've got a lot of experience now to back it up so it blows my mind but it's always fun watching you perform you um your style is man it's not harsh it's not aggressive it's just very raw i, I think that's what i because it's it's honest in the kind of way that death is not esoteric it's corpses and, and i see you more as as less the esoteric death guy and more mm-hmm. than now let's talk about corpses <laughs> you appreciate that <laughs> is, is that accurate or is that not Yes, yeah, I mean, I just always, you know, I always want to make people
1: laugh, and a lot of my stuff, I will say I had a lot more, you know, a lot of my jokes came from, <coughs> I was, let me start over, I'll say now it's it's getting harder to write, or I'm having to take a different approach to writing jokes, and I'll say yeah. I, I've slowed down a little bit, just because whenever I started, I had all my stories from my 20s, and I was able to make them funny, yeah. you know, because I yeah. was, you know, single, out doing my thing, having a good time, you know, but now having kids, getting settled down. Yeah. It's like you have to take a different approach to it now. Like I have to, and I think it's making me better in the end because I actually have to put more work into it. Before it was just stories and put you know punchlines in it and all that, and it would yeah. it would crush or it would be funny because a lot of it was true. I mean, a lot of the stuff I say is true. I had a, a very, I really enjoyed my 20s. It was fantastic, and um, you know now that it's not like that anymore, I do have to put more more work into it. I think and kind of look at it differently.
0: Yeah, man. So what were you doing in your 20s? What was so so awesome about that? One of the things of this whole thing is we don't have to talk about anything in particular. So, uh, um, <laughs> so what what made 20s so awesome and easy to, to, to make punchlineable? Like as soon as you said that, farting. I thought Burt Kreischer, like somebody that has this great epic story somewhere. Yeah, and, just partying. Yeah, just, just being out doing experiences. Yeah,
1: and uh, again, I was, Jesus Christ,
0: 50 pounds
1: lighter back then. I had a full head of hair. It was dark. It wasn't gray. Just because I, I grew up a nerd, a fat nerd in high school, and then I got out of high school and lost a lot of weight and started working out. So then I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bunch of pussy now," and you know, just, just the, just the nightlife and just having fun and getting into dumb fucking situations. Yeah. You know, but it was fun. So.
0: I, I can remember having some of those. You know. Well, you you said you were, were you nerding out in high school, like. Uh, oh yeah, in I was. Video uh, games or or. I what, mean, what did you do in high
1: school? I, I will say the video games, as far as I got. You got to remember, I'm 36, so the as farthest as I got was like Super Nintendo, but that kind of phased out whenever I was 15, 16, or something. Right, like that. I gave it up. My brother but, um,
0: beat my ass in it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, you know, I was
1: you know, in the Beta Club, um, you know, I was uh, I was senior class president. Um, you know, had glasses. And, um, and I was you a big pimpin'? Yeah, I was senior uh, class president. Yeah, I was. I was really smart. I um, actually went to college and shit, and uh, didn't finish. But um, even smarter yeah, than was, you look. Yeah, it was just it was just all about <laughs> grades and everything. And then, you know, once I got out of high school, I dropped weight and just started partying. You know, yeah. alcohol and etc. Um, you know, I won't go into too much detail because this is you know being recorded put on the internet, but. Uh, after that just I really enjoyed it but there came a point whenever I was I don't know 21 22 whenever I was like ah you know something clicked where I was like well shit I don't want to be a piece of shit the rest of my life I have to make my own money I don't want to be a bum or anything like that so then um I got lucky with my job and just started focusing on my career but you know and then I found that balance between work and still being able to succeed Mm-hmm. And uh, also having a, a very very good time. It was nice, and I lived with you know a few of my roommates. They were in bands, so I was always around the band scene and everything. Oh, that yeah, was cool. Time. So that, that was a good time too. Living with musicians, that was it was always a party. So always a party at nice. the band house. Yeah,
0: that is always a good time. That that brings back memories, of my own. So, uh, I guess. Well, just to give you a measure, let's see where we're at one time in high school or overall in high school without being too specific i misbehaved so thoroughly and uh, and had such a reputation that they searched my shampoo bottles before we went on a band trip so like we're for alcohol they thought we were bringing booze they didn't think we were smart enough to call people when we got there yeah. but that's that's how bad people thought i was on the misbehaving scale Wow, but you were in band. See,
1: I never went that far. I was never in band or anything like that. So I wasn't one of those kids. I was sort of I was, in, the, I was in the middle. Definitely one of those kids.
0: I was a tuba player.
1: A tuba. I was just going to ask what you yeah. play. Oh, isn't that the most?
0: Yes. I isn't was that like the, the hardest most, thing to lug around? I mean, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. We're the only brass instrument that gets respect from the percussion players because of the crap we got to carry around. Yeah, but it was tons of fun because it was. Uh, less competition it was easier <laughs> no man i enjoyed playing playing low brass and uh that's what the band that i ended up in over at davidson and Mobile. they needed tuba players and i didn't have a whole lot of experience i had been a trumpet player but uh i stepped right in there loved it that was kind of what i did in high school is the, the saxophone
1: the hardest thing to play it just seems so much more complex with so many more levers on it
0: I don't know. I've never played saxophone. Huh. I think it's easier. Uh, I would imagine it's easier in that, uh, like a, a tuba player or a trumpet player has three buttons, yeah, four, or five, depending on how exotic you get, but basically three, and you got to do the rest with your lips. Whereas on a saxophone, you've got more buttons and less lip. But then again, I've never played a fucking saxophone, so I have no idea. I'm speculating as a brass player. Did, and I'm making us look good if I can. Did you know that the sa- You know the saxophone player? Have you ever seen the Lost Boys? Uh, yes,
1: it's probably a long time ago. I just—I yeah, I watched enough. it recently, and um, I learned this from one of my friends. The saxophone player on The Lost Boys—he's
0: mm-hmm.
1: got a real big part, and he's all sexy, he's old, up with his shirt off, and everything. Mm-hmm. And my buddy was like, "You know, that's Tina Turner's saxophone player." So I went back, and because I, I love Tina Turner, She's fucking awesome, mm-hmm. but she cannot dance for shit. <laughs> like, I always clown about her dance. I can do a, an impression. Just—it's so funny. I, I learned her dance just to make fun of her. Excellent singer, though. Excellent singer and shit poor girl's been through hell but uh, her saxophone player so I went and I looked at her video same fucking guy
0: in Lost Boys
1: yes just tearing it the up the sax player the sexy
0: sax player in Lost Boys is Tina Turner's saxophone player I wanted to be a saxophone player but they told me I had too big of an overbite and that I couldn't and that <laughs> I had I should be a trumpet player and I was like okay fine whatever so I did and then I ended up I'm sorry Compton taking that with her <laughs> that's okay that's okay uh, it kept me from playing football, which I enjoy railing against now. Um, so I, that's – I was definitely one of those kids in high school.
1: <laughs> you liberal son of a bitch. <laughs> like, you
0: can't believe. Oh, yeah. uh, bachelor in arts, for sure, not sciences. <laughs> yeah. Keep all your judgment, and your fanny pack there, do you? As much as I can. As much as I can carry around with me. Oh. Uh, that's actually what I studied in college was, was judgment, was judgy-judge judgment. Well, I'll tell you, in this day and age, you're certainly you got to worry about finding <laughs> a
1: fucking job.
0: God, the pussyfication of America that we're fucking dealing with. It's it's gotten pretty hairy. The participation trophies was when it just kind of came off the rails. Yeah. Uh, or at least when I remember it coming off the rails. I don't know how how has it manifested itself in your world. God, just, I mean, I get tired of hearing
1: comics. And, you know, I mean, Amy Sherman, nah, she's all right, you know, I, I like her. I mean, she's got some funny stuff. I ain't gonna sit here and clown her or anything. She's a lot more fucking rich than I am, but... Mm-hmm. You know, whenever she had to apologize, I think for that Mexican joke that she had about rape or something, and she had to come out and apologize, it was like, it's just a fucking joke. Yeah. You know, and that's what... Just whenever you have to see all these people apologize for stuff that, you know, let alone even... I mean, in comedy, it's wrong because it's a fucking joke. But other people, whenever they whenever they say fucked up shit, especially if it's in the privacy of their own house, again, was it an asshole thing to say? Yes. You know, but mm-hmm. whenever it's recorded in privacy and then somebody puts it out, it's like, come on, man. In context. I mean, yeah, how many of us, or how many of us, like, shouldn't you be allowed to say what you want to in your own fucking house? You know, they need to recognize, like, well, I mean, they weren't directing it to anybody. They were just at home. I mean, mm-hmm. every motherfucker on the face of the earth has said something awful that they wouldn't want to be, that they wouldn't want televised or sure. put out there. For sure. You know, and it'll ruin people's careers. People get fired from their jobs, you know, especially with social media. People post something fucked up on social media and then
0: their job will fire them. It's right. like Bad they girl weren't at work. Woke up and her life was ruined when she crossed the Atlantic. Do you remember that? Uh-uh. She made some really racist tweet or some tweet that came off as really racist, made an AIDS joke while she was on her way to Africa and fell asleep on the plane, woke up, lost her job, millions of retweets, life ruined in shambles. Like one tweet. Yeah. Oof. And
1: there's a part of you, you should be smart enough, unless you're a comic. Like and that's what you do is is be offensive or make jokes for a <laughs> living. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. Don't you tee know? that up.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like you kind of ask for it, but at the end of the day, it's like she wasn't at work. You Was know? she that bad and, of a and, and as wrong as it is, but you know how many companies have a very valuable employer that's able to go out there and get that sale, you know, and 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 take and and take the prospects out to a strip club, to a fancy dinner and wine and dine them and smooth them and everything. Some of those guys are heartless pieces of shit. You know, they're terrible people, but they're a valued member to that company because they just brought in the next big fucking client. They just landed (laughs) that deal. You want that heartless son of a bitch sometimes to go out there and do the things that you're too scared to do.
0: Those people are valuable to those companies. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, Not saying that bitch was but I don't know what the fuck she did, but... I don't know whether or not she was, but uh, but yeah, her life was over when she got off that plane. It was it was done. Judgment had been passed.
1: She couldn't even enjoy her trip
0: in Africa. No no no, no. it was over. It was over. AIDS was the least of her. <laughs> there was there wasn't enough giraffes to bring her joy no. on that fucking zoo ride. <laughs> yeah, she would have been better off. Yeah, pretty pretty horrible. But that raises good questions of where is the line and is anything off limits. One of the reasons that I used the death reference earlier is because I'm working on a bit about death. Because when I got into this whole comedy thing, I kind of started with, well, what's impossible? It's impossible to make death funny. Let's try and do that. Let's climb that hill. So that was kind of my first premise. Like, let's mull that over and figure out what's funny about that. So that's why I make the death reference earlier. But I'm a firm believer that on some level there's nothing off limits. There may be bad timing, but there's nothing off limits. As long as it's funny. it's like if, if people laugh, if it's smart enough, it's never too soon. That's interesting. I've never thought of that before, but that makes sense because I mean, from the right perspective, you're far enough away, or you're smart enough, or it's clever enough that it's indirect enough that makes sense to I me. I mean, how many comments? Like, as soon as you heard that Robin Williams died, I, I wrote like three jokes. I was really?
1: like, "Oh, this is great!" Again, that's terrible, you know, but fucking, it, it's right there for the taking. Anytime something terrible happens to somebody or they die a lot of comics comics that I like you know a mm-hmm. lot of comics may not agree with but comics out they're already writing fucking jokes
0: yeah but that is part of the in a way that's one of the best ways a comic can honor another comic is how, yeah. how do you you know if you write a good enough joke to immortalize that moment that's another that's a means of, of I hope being I get out.
1: famous enough that people write
0: terrible fucking jokes <laughs> about me after I die seriously it <laughs> would be a great then you remember it <laughs> fuck
1: yeah it's better yeah. than not being talked about at all
0: right that's very true, that's very true, like, you know, uh, Sam Kennison comes to mind, somebody that had some not-so-great moments, but is definitely remembered for his better work, you know, even because he was so good at what he, he did. You mean
1: his first album? Probably. <laughs> Again, tip the hat to Sam Kennison, but his, he peaked right then, and then the rest of it was shit, especially after yeah. he tried to sober up, it was, ugh.
0: Just in my, got in my just got bad, but the legacy that he leaves is the the one that people like myself who haven't really delved into it can. There's a little bit of veneer of okay on top of that. Yeah. It, it doesn't taste too bad, but you dig in there and it was, oh yeah, pretty pretty dark and nasty. And it is great
1: that he was a preacher before.
0: Wasn't he a preacher here in Pensacola?
1: I don't know about that. Somewhere around know. here. And his dad was a preacher. Yeah, his dad was a preacher, and he was a preacher, and then he just stopped doing it and became a comic. So
0: that's hilarious. Uh, that's
1: that's fucking awesome.
0: That is, I, I, he died what in a car wreck, somewhere. It's like the unflattering version of the James Dean. I don't remember.
1: I'm yeah, I think guessing. It was right. I,
0: guess. I guess. It was something weird. Anyway, Sam Kennison. But that brings me back to to what you were saying: timing, and if it's smart enough, it's never too soon. I've never never thought about it that way, but I keep rolling it around in my head. I I can't think of. A moment when I can. If you not agree with that, if you yeah. make
1: somebody laugh, it was worth it.
0: Okay, man. Do you remember the first time you killed?
1: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs>
0: she was throwing me signals.
1: She shouldn't have said no. <laughs> uh, that was it. I'm sorry. That was fucking haggard. Uh,
0: sorry. sorry. That's okay. Um, I um, I don't know. I just I'm still learning. Like I. I'm so new to all of this.
1: I know the first time I ever came up with something that was off the cuff, <laughs> and it's still in the joke today, um, I did, just popped in my mind. We were at the Ticket 2 on Nine Mile in Pine Forest. Yeah. It was like me and Tony and Matt Mosley was there and a couple other guys, I think Chris Fowler. And uh, we were just doing a show, you know, where there's no stage. We're just over in the corner with a mic. Mm-hmm. And I did a vasectomy joke, and that was back whenever – like my vasectomy joke used to be like four or five minutes long, and then I finally kept trimming the fat, so finally it's just a it's a forty five second joke now. Mm-hmm. But I threw in a tag at the end, and now that's the killer part of it. Whenever I did that, we had a big enough crowd; everybody just died, and it was great. I think that was that was the first time I really remember just really
0: enjoying it, just nailing one. Yeah, that's great. That's really great. I um, yeah, I'm still working on 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 a tight five, like getting trim. I think I've been doing a lot of trimming fat. You know, come up with a – toss something new out here and there and have been trimming a whole lot of fat. So that tight five is where I'm trying to get. And that rhythm and tempo is something that I'm not really struggling with, but it just – it takes so much practice that I, I watch guys like you and Tony and just try and take notes and, and try and remember, even if I'm not recording everything, trying to remember – where those beats are and how that fits with everything else that you've got going on. And that still blows me away that, that you can hit that many timings and have just the complexities of a joke. You know, going from, like you said, you took that joke down from all the way down to 45 seconds. How long did you say that took? It's probably about, well, it's probably about four minutes. And then I just kept
1: chopping it and chopping it. And I noticed that the beginning of it, nobody would laugh. They would just sit there and listen, and it was like a story that wasn't funny. You can tell a story, but you got to have a punchline at least every, you know, fucking fifteen seconds or something. You know, mm-hmm. there's got to be something in there that's making them laugh, and it wasn't making them laugh. So finally, I just found the part that made them laugh. Like the end wasn't killing enough, and then once I cut it off and just left like the last twenty five percent of it, it would just—it was a killer, and it was great. I was like, oh well, fuck
0: the rest of it. How many times did you have to tell it to get it to that point?
1: Oh God, I don't know. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea.
0: Lots and lots.
1: Because uh, cause I enjoyed the first part so much, I didn't want to let it go until finally I just had to make a decision. Like, hey, asshole, it's not fucking working. Stop doing it. Right, don't do that. They're not going to get your brilliance, man.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm so good at talking over people's heads. Or just talking to left field when only right field's at home. My, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my own little... How long have oh, you been doing uh, Last summer is when I started. Um, probably September would have been my first time up. So, however many months since then, it's February now. Nice. October, November, December, January, five months. Almost half a year. Which is fun. I enjoy it. But, uh, to totally change subjects, we were on Joey's show the other day, Quality Control, and we were talking about war is what we were supposed to be talking about. And then we got all kinds of, in some other places, and I remember talking about bringing up the American dream and a couple other things. Uh, but I was wondering if there were anything that you had afterthoughts on that whole thing. I remember you talking about war, like we've had a bunch of us never been to war and talk about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, who am I to talk about it? I've, I've been mad respect for all the troops, all the veterans, everybody. They get out there, they fight. I ain't fucking doing it, you know. Oh, hell And, um,. You know, luckily now I'm too old, so I can say that. But, hey, whenever I was younger, I didn't. And uh, I don't know. I think that, you know, there's a lot of fucked up shit that happened in America's culture. And and, in other countries also, you know. But back then, war, uh, it was necessary to give us the luxury that we have now. And even if some people feel like they don't have luxury... Go live in a, go live in a, there's several other countries out there that don't have it as good here. I mean, and it's, yeah. you know, I, I know America can certainly improve on anything, on a lot of things, and I get that. But, you know, now I do think a, a lot of war is certainly unnecessary, but at the end of the day, everybody's trying to see who's got the bigger dicks. I mean, it's
0: inevitable. They're going to go to fucking war, you know, yeah. so it's, it's going to fucking happen. That's crazy. But we had, what else were you we talking about that day? Because we had gotten onto something that was really good. Oh, yeah. We started talking about music and whether or not bands are obligated or expected or how much of their old school greatest hits should they play at a concert. Oh yeah. At first that's where we started yeah, that conversation. Yeah, fucking
1: Radiohead with their pompous fucking self. We're not going to play Creep.
0: We're <laughs> tired right. of that
1: song, bro. It's like right. fuck you Radiohead. You know I know that you're die hard Radiohead heads, you know like they don't want to hear it either. Yeah, we're with you, man. Fuck that. But some jerk-off, mainstream piece of shit like me, I'm going to go to here and fuck McCreep. I'm going to be fucking mad if you don't fucking play it. <laughs> I went and saw Manson and Slayer, and <laughs> I was pissed because Manson didn't play Beautiful People. I'm like, who do you How think do you... you are? <laughs> you asshole. You put on those fucking stilts and come out here with your big fucking, what does he stand behind a steep? What the fuck is it? I don't know. Podium, whatever it is. I've never seen it. How dare you rip pages out of a Bible you don't play Beautiful People. Fuck you, Manson. <laughs> and it really got under my skin.
0: Well it makes it makes sense that on some level uh the tour is meant to be a, a greatest hit kind of thing. There are a lot of artists that that sure original material is great, but I can remember in the stadium rock, like in the Eagles, in that genre of music, going to see those guys, you would get a new song here and there. But you would mostly get greatest hits. Yeah. And then there are other there are other venues where Bands like Radiohead, you get a lot more original music, but you still get those uh, those, those staples. And then, how did uh, DK put it somewhere? Like how, like you said, how dare you? Who do you think you are? And let me to be clear. I, let me be clear.
1: I'm not a big Radiohead fan. I like Creep and that mm-hmm. whatever that other. They have another song. I don't fuck that. Whatever. But Manson, I'm a diehard Manson fan. Fucking yeah. loved his first loved the shit out of him. Not as good as he was back in the day by any fucking means, but dude, his first three, four fucking albums fan-fucking-tastic. Love Manson. So I enjoyed the concert, but for him to leave and not play that, I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up,
0: man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, go out, go back there and take off your vagina underwear where it looks like you don't have a penis and fucking... Ugh.
0: Paid good money for this. I want to hear the radio cuts.
1: Now, Slayer fan-fucking-tastic. Slayer did a great fucking job. Yeah? Yeah.
0: I've never been to a Slayer show. Are they are they good entertainers? Yes. Not just good I will, musicians?
1: I will say the crowd, dude. I've been to, I don't know, fucking 100, 200 concerts I've seen damn Really? Good. Yeah, that was always my thing dude. from the time I was 16 till recently. I mean, like I went and saw Metallica in Georgia in Atlanta last year. But um, I don't go to near as many as I used to, but I used to go to every fucking concert within anywhere. Me and my buddy, we went to New York and saw Metallica get inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Or not New York, but Cleveland.
0: Fun. and went up there
1: and saw him get inducted and shit I bet it was, that was great suit and tie yeah. everything oh it was fucking fantastic and then uh, but we went to New York and saw him play back to back shows at Madison Square Garden but that's just yeah. the kind of been a boner and shit like just a, a concert junkie back
0: in the day and um was this the Roaring 20s for you? yes it was so good <laughs> it was so,
1: and that was back whenever bands used to come to Mississippi too to the, the Gulf Coast Coliseum whatever the fuck it's called yeah nobody comes to Mississippi anymore
0: right right is that fucking Katrina.
1: That's where I saw my first concert was Pantera.
0: Really? The best
1: metal band of all fucking time.
0: Pan... Fucking
1: Pantera. Yeah. I'll say it till I die. Best yeah. fucking metal band of all time.
0: I don't know shit about metal, but I had a Pantera album. God I damn know that right much. you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know shit. Phil and Seb was a fucking dig, but great fucking
1: screamer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. I remember my first concert was, uh, was Eagles, Hell Freezes Over. First big stadium concert Which one did you say was your first? 37. I'm 36.
1: Nice. You start off with the Eagles. Wow.
0: I got lucky. I got lucky. I had a friend that uh, that had an extra ticket, and and I got to to tag along. How old were you? I was in middle school, so I was 12.
1: Oh, wow. See, I didn't go to a concert. I think I was 15 or 16. I saw Pantera and uh, Biloxi. That was first. Yeah, that was my first one. It was their 101 Proof Tour. Man. It was them and Anthrax and Coal Chamber, I think.
0: Before I... Who is, who is Cold Chamber?
1: Oh, they're not even worth talking about. I don't even know why. I should have said it was them and Anthrax and some other some guys. Some other guys. <laughs> they had that song back in the day. It was like a... Uh, what the fuck was that song? I think it was Big Truck or whatever. It's like Big Truck rolling through my headset. It wasn't that
0: great, but that's, that's all I can think about. Yeah. So, you guys just did concerts around here. You never followed anybody around? Did you ever have a band oh, you no, went on no, tour we with? Never,
1: no, we never did that.
0: Never did that? No. I think that requires a, a special fondness for patchouli and mushrooms. or something Yeah, and also a lack of a job. Or something. I don't.
1: I don't. I mean, I, I just. I, I can't. I can't just manage just living off other people's gratuity. Me giving something back. It's like, You've never I gotta, wanted
0: to work. sell grilled cheese sandwiches no. for a living.
1: We got some fucking Van spaghetti, man. Come on over.
0: <laughs> Van spaghetti. <laughs> I'll trade you for some Dove
1: soap. No. no. Uh.
0: Uh, I've never done it, but I would. I would enjoy the freedom, but I would hate the not showering. I can't. My OCD won't let me be that dirty. Oh fuck no! I can't do it. Whenever we went I to do it.
1: whenever we went to Bonnaroo, it was Metallica and Pearl Jam.
0: And um, what year did you go to Bonnaroo? Which Bonnaroo was it? Was that early or or later? Bonnaroo. I was earlier. It's probably oh. Let's
1: see. My daughter was one. She's ten. So. Oh
0: nine, maybe. So this was before 09? it got crazy, crazy.
1: It was nice. It really cool. was. But the showers, like we bought one of those like portable showers where you fill it up with water and you get under yeah, it. But yeah. then whenever we got there, like, like 10, Garnier 10. Fructis had shower trailers. It was like seven bucks for a shower. Oh, it was fucking great. Yeah, Hot man. water and everything was awesome.
0: That's the way to go. Yeah. I always enjoyed smaller venues uh, for that reason because being in a sea of people, my 1st cla- off, my claustrophobia. Yeah. Nope. That's the only festival I've ever been to like that where you stay
1: overnight. Like it's funny because I brought a tent, but you drive your car out there. I just slept in my car with the air conditioner
0: on. Why not?
1: Yeah. I was like, this is stupid. Fuck yeah. this tent.
0: I live in America. Yeah. <laughs> There's a gas station right there. We got this. We got this. I did that for a while, man. I took off in my minivan. Uh just threw some sleeping bags in the back and just kind of went on a little mini tour, went, did some couch surfing, visited some friends. So I loved it. Highly recommend it. Aren't road trips the greatest too? They are. They are. You got any good ones? Good road trip stories?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, my best ones whenever I we went out of town. I mean we flew like whenever we'd go far away. hmm Not to sound fucking upright or anything. Like, well, No, we fun. took airplanes. But that sounds fun. Where'd you travel? Business class. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Vegas was fun. Me and My buddy went there on a bachelor party. Cool. Nice um, there for his bachelor party, huh? Make any money? Nah, no, it was a we had a nice dinner, went and saw Penn and Teller and called her tonight. Um Oh, was that when the flights were really cheap?
0: Right after you know when?
1: No, that was uh when you get married. probably four years ago, five years. That's about five or six years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, like I said, we flew to Cleveland, flew to New York. I will say one one fun road trip. I went to Key West with some friends, and that was a pretty killer one. It was uh, me and um me and one of my good friends, she was a girl, and then another couple. We all drove down there and that was that was a good party. Key West was fantastic. Awesome. Probably just the nicest people ever. Yeah. Like everybody was so cool because it's like a, just a bunch of older white people that are just not 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 looking for any trouble. And, like, everybody's got money down there. Like, I remember, you know... Like one guy, he he bumped my drink and spilled some of it. He goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me buy you another drink." I was like, "Oh, thanks." You know, yeah. you can be in some clubs that'll happen. They're like, "Watch out, motherfuckers!" Like right. everybody fun. was cool. I mean, and every night's a party night down there. It was Key West was so peaceful. Only it sucked is we went down there in like June, so it was fucking hot. Woo. But uh, other than that, it was really nice. I'll say Key West was probably the most pleasant, pleasant place to vacation. No drama, no none. Nice. I think we spent like five days
0: down there. It was really awesome. I like that. I think. One of the things I noticed when I moved down here, because I moved from Cincinnati, so I went from big city to Perdido Key, which out out there. How'd you is... end up in Perdido Key from Cincinnati? Uh, I used to work for the Bama, audio engineer. For the floor Bama. Uh huh. So. So they recruited you from Cincinnati? Were you working at like WKRP? No, uh, <laughs> I wish that would've been cool. Uh, I, knew, I knew. Hey, some... we heard
1: your jams on the radio. There, we we sure could use a guy like you down here in Perdido Key. <laughs>
0: Thanksgiving's coming up. we got this big turkey drop. That's my favorite episode of all time. My dad introduced me to that. Have you seen that. Oh, I don't remember it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have never, for all of you, if you have never seen the WKRP in Cincinnati Thanksgiving special, oh, it is the most hilarious thing. Every Thanksgiving, look for it on YouTube. It makes, the clips make the round, and it's hilarious. I don't want to ruin it for you. Sure. I love that show. That was great. But I happen to know some musicians uh, down here and they needed somebody and I was able to, to get here and so I did and uh, yeah ran sand out there for a while but one of the things I've noticed about the beach is it's it's like being in a country because it's two lane roads yep. you are not in the middle of town you are far away from civilization there's and there's so, one gas station that is packed the fuck out all the time right and you have to be prepared for hurricanes yeah and I think that's the mentality, the compromise that comes with it. It's like, you know, living at the bottom of the mountain. You know avalanches are possible. And so you take it in stride. I think. I hope. I don't I, know.
1: I think out of everything, living here, I mean, I think hurricanes is probably the best thing to deal with. Because they're not as bad as tornadoes. I mean, they can fuck shit up. But tornadoes, like, really kill people. Yeah. And they come out of nowhere. You know, in California, you got earthquakes and landslides. You don't see those coming; it no, just happens. Right? And earthquakes cause landslides, so it's that's rough. Um, and then it freezes, like up north, like blizzards and shit. So, I would say, of I would say, of all of the, if you're gonna pick your poison, hurricanes probably, because you see them coming, 500 the miles away. Yeah. And we're not like Louisiana, We're at least up high enough, we're <laughs> like, yeah, we'll ride it out.
0: Because <laughs> below the water table, I mean. They just didn't. They didn't think that through. They didn't think that through. But then again, <laughs> they're still not thinking it through, Compton. I know, uh, exactly. They're exactly. still there. Historically, they just haven't looked into that. You know, I, uh, like I was saying, I love history, so I get in way. There's too not much to into look into. That. They figured it out. Hey, you're below sea level. Right, water. It's it rises. Suck. <laughs> don't they're like, do Oh, that.
1: we don't worry about it. We got enough crawfish for
0: everybody. I said,
1: <laughs> model. What do they say? Uh, no, cream boule. I don't even fucking know. Whatever.
0: Laissez le bon temps That's
1: what the fuck I was looking for. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Good old Mardi Gras. Yes. Purple and gold. And trumps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just a walking jazz band. I uh, forget what they call that. But if I if I were to be buried, it would, it would definitely be in New Orleans. Yeah, because they don't bury you. No, they put you above ground in one of those. <laughs> that
1: should have been the first sign that they shouldn't establish a community there. They're like They bury somebody And then like it rains And they float back up They're like What the fuck So then they're like Well I don't built My purple house over here I'm not moving again So (laughs) then they just Build these What are they What the fuck is it called Uh, A crypt A crypt Yeah whatever They have another name for them It's like
0: above ground Yeah Let's just build a Let's
1: just build a Fucking cement square And just stick them in there (laughs) Alright
0: Ridiculousness Absolute ridiculousness
1: and then they just walk away. Bop, 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 bop.
0: Have their little parade. Have their little death parade.
1: I went, and don't get me wrong, I've had some great times in New Orleans, but one thing I noticed was a problem in Louisiana is whenever I could go, and it wasn't even New Orleans. I went and stayed with one of my friends in Lafayette, and we could go in the gas station at like four in the morning, and buy a bottle of Crown, like yeah. anything. There's just a liquor store at the Circle K. I'm like. Guys, or you could drive whenever you leave a restaurant. It's like you want those drinks to go? We're like, yeah. <laughs> like here, yeah, just go and drink and drive. That's fun. Like, what the fuck are y'all thinking?
0: Nothing good. Nothing good comes of that. Drive through daiquiri shops, man. It's awesome. <sighs> New Orleans. Well, the they stuck with the parishes.
1: Yeah, they don't have counties. They have <laughs> parishes,
0: <laughs> so they could keep the drinking age at eighteen. They they said, nah, we don't want your federal funding for roads. We want eighteen-year-olds to be able to drink. And then, did you have you ever seen Sons of Guns? Hmm. Uh, anyway, that's not funny. Then there was a TV show about a guy that blew things up and had guns in Louisiana, and uh, he was part of the hashtag #MeToo movement on the wrong side of it. Anyway, even a good promo for Louisiana and the underage drinking thing. He took advantage of people. It was ugly. <laughs> But what do you think of all that? What do you think of this whole fall of the patriarchy, or or however you want to put it, this hashtag Me Too movement? What's the Me Too movement again? Um, the the Harvey Weinstein.
1: Oh it, oh, it, it, it's the woman, the woman's rights thing. Yeah, I think it's great, man. I mean, yeah, women shouldn't be fucked with like that. Yeah, it's obviously it's fucking
0: terrible. Oh, of course, of course. But the, I guess what I, I'd be more specific: the social judgment part of it. I. I love the, the balancing of the scales and the backlash. What fascinates me about it is how so much of this is being played out in the court of public opinion as opposed to, to like a real course. And so, be that good or bad, that's how it's playing out. I think it's part of this evolution that social media has into this real-time thing that we call simulated life or whatever. Have you noticed, you know, somebody that doesn't get enough
1: credit for it is Trump. Because since he became president, women are so much more comfortable speaking out and not putting up with that bullshit anymore. Didn't happen until he became president. Now look at the floodgates have opened. They finally got somebody in office that makes them comfortable enough that know that they can come out and talk about these injustices. Amen.
0: (laughs) Have you seen the Trumpy bear? Comment. Yes. (laughs)
1: And Joe Rogan shared it. He was like, we really are living in a Tim and Eric episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh my god. It's so funny, but that is true. The the Harvey Weinstein, the Harvey Weinstein thing didn't blow up until after Trump had been elected. And so had the context been different, that whole thing could have played out differently. And it as horrible as it is, sometimes it takes something really nasty for something good and positive to come out. Oh hear. yeah. So it's
1: I'm Weinstein, what a fat and nasty just piece of shit, but he was he was so rich, like he was one of those guys that was still living in the, the era of Mad Men. You know, it's like, right. oh, honey, go in there and make me a sandwich, but do it with your yeah. britches off. See, you know, it is like, so just true. so powerful when he come up, just being so powerful. That was just how, like, him. It's people like him and Tom Cruise. I'm not saying Tom Cruise anything like that. He's a fucking psycho in his own right. Right, but like they live in like their own world where they really don't know what's changed around him because they're yeah. so really cut off from everybody. Yeah. That, Not defending it, it's still fucked up. No, but but, like, it, but but it's like, are you surprised he still thought that? He doesn't. He doesn't connect with normal people to know that women have rights and voices. Right, in a
0: in a way, it's kind of like Munchausen syndrome, where you know you, you you end up becoming a sycophant of yourself because you're in this isolation yes man bubble. Mm-hmm. Versus these people who uh, end up sympathizing with their captors, you know, and and become empathetic to, to and, and do what their captors want because they feel sorry for them or some fucked up thing. So that's that's weird that those two things look that similar because that that's mental illness. Like there's something is yeah. psychologically broken. You know, when you talk about breaking someone psychologically, that's and that's kind of where we're at. And I think that's one of the things that's gonna be positive about Trump. I agree with you that it's finally it's gotten so bad that people People are want to talk about it. It's nasty and you see some nasty fights about it, but a lot more people, like Bill Ingvall said, here's your sign. And a lot more people are, are having to wear those signs now, which I think is beneficial. Because even if it starts as kind of not happy with each other, at least people are talking. Because when people talk, sooner or later they realize, hey, we're both gonna die. Maybe we should be on the same team, team human. Yeah. You know? Fucking somebody's got to stop what's-his-nuts from putting cars in on Mars.
1: He's nah, not hurting anybody. <laughs> space <laughs> yeah. is big enough. You know, space is so big. Why don't we just throw our garbage up there? Just put on a rock. I mean, it's, Might as
0: well. it's fucking huge. Might as well. I mean, there's a lot of space. <laughs> there, Yes. A lot of empty space. And that who cares? Was, I, yeah,
1: I saw this funny uh, meme on Facebook. It was... Um, you know, Tess or uh, fucking David Bowie played Tesla in um, what was that goddamn magic movie with Wolverine
0: and Batman? The fucking uh, Wolverine and Batman? i don't remember that prestige. one. The yeah, the Prestige. Get, oh, that one. Get over yeah. here. If you're gonna be here, yes. get over here. The Prestige.
2: <laughs>
0: fucking yeah. David David Bowie <laughs> played
1: uh, Tesla in the Prestige. Yeah, he did. It's funny. It's like Bowie playing Tesla, Tesla playing Bowie. <laughs>
2: What's up,
1: Thomas?
0: What up? up? So I got Hello. on Facebook. Hello. Hey, what What's going on? Sorry, I'm trying to that's crash your episode. That. Yes, that's quite all right. That's quite all right. It's always amusing. We've just been kind of bouncing all over the place. Yeah. So if there's anything you want to chime in on. The Prestige is one of my favorite movies, though, because the uh, when What's-His-Nuts cuts his thumb off, yeah, he gets in that accident, and then his brother comes along. And like, <sighs> spoiler alert, by the way. If you he can seen. regenerate
1: though. Yeah, <laughs> because he's a Wolverine. No, that was a uh, Batman that did huh? that. Huh? Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, wrong
2: superhero.
0: Wrong superhero.
2: Tesla's the real superhero in the movie
0: though. He is, he is, in that creepy basement full of tanks.
2: It's been like fifteen years since I've seen that movie, so I have absolutely no idea what you That's guys are great. talking about. it's tanks and cutting fingers off. So I mean, I'll watch it again.
0: I'm in. I'm in. Mm -hmm. Which brings us, since Tony's here, to conspiracy theory. Somebody was telling me about this blue beam thing that you mentioned the other day and blew my mind. Do you do the conspiracy theory stuff at all?
1: No. Although I do think that, seriously, like 9 11 was an outside job. (laughs) How far? How far outside? Like, not in America. I don't
0: think Americans did it. I don't know. I know there's a lot of
1: controversy about it, but.
0: Could have just been the Fed. Won their money back. Who knows? That was a, that was a shitty joke. I'm sorry. I didn't Mine was that shittier. <laughs> what else is fascinating? All right, we can talk nine nine eleven conspiracy. If uh, my favorite is that the missiles that they flew into the towers had these holographic projectors yeah. that made them look like planes. That's my current favorite. What? Yeah.
2: See, I think the government comes up with shit like that, like saying that there weren't even planes, it was holograms, man. I think the government creates shit like that. That way, if you think 9-11's bullshit, you get lumped in, oh, let me guess, you think that uh, it wasn't even real planes. Yeah. Dude, did you see Tom DeLong on Joe Rogan? Yes, because, like, I did. Two, I
1: that? No, but I did hear. I, I, heard, <laughs> I was listening <laughs> to another podcast with Joe, and he was clowning on him. Dude, corner. he's
2: insane, man. Yeah,
0: if if anyone has been picked to be the disinformation agent for the government, it is Tom DeLong. Like he is, it looks like he's being strung along. horse and cart, the whole nine yards. Tom DeLonge being strung along. pretty DeLonge. fucking hilarious. I like UFOs though. I uh, I want a UFO, just a pet. Just for a little while. I'm, I've been... That was one of my things when I moved to Pensacola. I got really excited because it, there's a lot of UFO activity down here because of the Naval Air Station. And I was hopeful have you yet to see anything. Anything.
1: I mean, there's obviously aliens out there. How pompous would we be if we think we're the only life forms that exist? But I, I, right. I gotta say, I don't think they've ever made contact with us because if, if they can make it that far to finally reach us, they're so much fucking smarter than we are. And it, they just... Like, if they discover us first, we're done. Because, right. I mean, that's a long fucking way they'd have to drive.
2: But there's people who think that, like, it's the way of, um, like, there's bacteria on this table right now, and is it aware of you? Yeah, You're, like, so much far beyond it that there could be something here, and we're so oh, stupid good, that yeah. we just don't, that it's like, there's bacteria right there, or an ant, Yeah, you know what I mean? But I, the way I see it, man, if they were, if they had made contact with us, I mean, it'd be in the best interest of the universe to kill us. Because we're, you know...
0: Trying to put nuclear weapons in space. Yeah, I
2: mean, we're idiots. We can't even get along. We have nuclear <laughs> weapons. That's uh, That's stuff that's powerful enough to, like, have... Universal repercussions. That, that'd be funny tonight. if that Tesla car was the last straw. They're like,
1: that's it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's more of like a peace offering. It's like, oh, it's a car that uses clean energy. Maybe they're not so bad. I think that's what he's doing. He's trying to be like,
1: Please don't no, kill us. don't kill us. See, we're not all that. We're working on it. Yeah. Take me up to your planet. I'm socially awkward. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you see his rebuttal to uh, to Trump? Trump tweeted out, uh, "Congratulations SpaceX, blah 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 blah." You know, make America great. And uh, Musk retweeted, "I'm from Africa, you dipshits." <laughs>
1: nice, really.
0: <laughs> something like that, or he said, "I'm from," I maybe he said South Africa. I can't. This remember. will be the first
1: anyway. time. This will be the first time this was ever said about a white man. Then he ought to go back to Africa.
0: That's <laughs> not <laughs> something I heard
2: somewhere. It's like if
1: you believe in evolution, go back to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> So like, get them to build you a rocket ship and send your stupid fucking car into space.
0: <laughs> Man, that dude landed three different rockets. He launched and landed three different rockets on the same those, day.
2: Those pictures of those rockets landing, dude, it looks so weird. That's,
0: it's not, that's fucking not real. Up. It's a simulation. That dude's Neo and he hacked the simulation. Yeah. That's, that's just gotta be it. Yeah, I
2: bet he's got a micro penis for real.
0: He does. He does. Have you seen his hair plugs? Did you see the pictures of him when he was running dude, PayPal?
2: Ev- dude, look up any actor or person with any kind of you made a whatever. You yeah.
0: about Steve Carell the first season of The
2: yeah, Office. I
1: dude. didn't notice it until he's like, look at Steve Carell's hair in the first season and then look at it in the second whenever he got yeah, all the money. His hair's a shit look. You look bigger. up any Ugh. actor, athlete,
2: all of them dude look them up type their name into google and hair plugs dude every single every of single one of them, one of them. it's See, just not I'm affordable doing right the right
0: carlin head, thing i'm doing the carlin thing just wait it'll yeah, fall out
2: because yours is has that nice pattern dude I'm sorry, no it doesn't mine in the front right here not
0: right mine no mine's gonna be the reverse of that <laughs> if it weren't this long if i didn't have my trump bun going on have you seen the back of his head yeah that's creepy shit. I'm, I'm doing the RuPaul at the end of the night.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not far behind you, man. I thought about uh, having to cut By of that levels. he means eating the butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: dude, we got up some rim job talk at the open mic the, uh, at the, what's it called the other night? It was fun. The, the
1: Pikachu Shizukos? No.
2: No. <laughs> no. At um, The Olive Drop.
0: Oh, are you also doing it? Them? Yeah, it's on Thursdays now. Yes, Olive Drop Back Porch Comedy. Four shooters. Thursday nights. Dude, would it be rude? Can I go piss him by the here? No, me? go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Hell, we're not doing anything. Yeah, sorry to uh, crash shells. Not at all. I just him was a watching anyway.
2: it in my living room. I was like, what? why don't we just go up there and watch you it live, man?
0: You should. Yeah,
2: I um. Which I've been talking about. I missed it all because I had to get ready real quick. Uh, all
0: kinds of crazy stuff. has been kind of all over the place. We were talking about music and just bouncing around until we find something that we really enjoy. You need to get Kirby to make some very definitive
2: political statements because he'll make them. He yeah.
0: did not care. Oh, he. Uh, yeah, we were talking about we were talking about Trump. He, he made a great statement about how Trump came and has created this environment where women feel comfortable enough to come out. It was great. Yeah. It was great, a great little bit. Yeah. He pulled it off straight-faced and all. Yeah. I am. Um... Yeah. The conspiracy thing though, like the the this I'm glad you showed up because the wasn't it you that was telling me about this blue beam? No, project? I was blue telling Bean. you about
2: the shadow people thing and the hat man. Right. And But uh, pro- I may have talked to you right about man. blue beam before. That's that's a real thing. Yeah. Like, you see any of those projections that people put up? Like, China did that cloud city and stuff? Yeah. What's the story behind that? Insane. That's just... They're testing Project Bluebeam. Some people f- tie Project Bluebeam into, like, every conspiracy comes back to Project Bluebeam. Like, the... Um, the... Uh, Chemtrails. Yeah, they're putting barium and aluminum to you That's what they use as a reflector. Yeah, as okay. the screen, basically for Project
0: Blue Beam. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, that would go hand in hand with like holographic technology. Uh, like yeah. when they started coming out with holograms and stuff. Yeah, there's
2: that's some scary fun. stuff, dude. There's like these people in a gymnasium, and they can make a whale come to just dive. Oh yeah, I've seen. Oh yeah. That's like Blue Beam. That's like that, cool. That's like these.
1: Next level projectors and stuff. And they're then um, I think it's China on their basketball courts. They've been they've been doing this for years, like <coughs> on no that was a call. On a, on both ends of the floor, like below the goal, it looks like there's like literally like a, a triangle, like a billboard standing up and then you'll see a player they'll stand on to throw the ball in, it's not even a billboard. Mmm. But if you saw the Olympics, I mean they're way smarter than we are anyway, so <coughs>
0: That's <laughs> Korea. Not, Did you not see the changes. Korean like, the support no, squad? I haven't
2: watched any
1: of the Olympics. Well, these aren't this, the real Olympics. are
0: the uh, ice Olympics or something. There is this whole group, a whole Coliseum Stadium section worth of North Korean women called the North Korean Beauties and their job is to go and be pep rally cheerleaders at all of these events. Really? It is the funniest thing I have ever seen. Like, remember the crazy little guitar girls? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that is it's the this, except cutest, cheerleaders.
2: cutest thing ever. Like,
0: <laughs> call them a dictator
2: if you want. <laughs> if I was a dictator, I'd be like, give me six little Chinese babies. And this is Played North Korea, dude. Have you seen them little North Korean kids? No, South Korea, dude. Have you seen them little North Korean kids playing guitar? Dude, it's the cutest thing you ever seen in your life, dude.
0: It's oh man, like Chucky. One of them could have been Chucky yeah. with the right outfit, straight up. Like doing the whole, and they're
2: wrecking it, dude. Because you you don't see, but off camera they have guns pointed at their parents' heads. Dude, they're wrecking it. (laughs) Never miss a beat.
0: No, never. Amazing, and they're like
2: this. They're like, I don't know. They could be full grown adults because they're so malnourished there, but they (laughs) look. The parasites are such a problem.
0: You know,
1: know, I thought South Korea was fine. Isn't it North Korea that's bad? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Olympics are in South Korea. I but they South invited Korea North was like
1: Korea. this lush.
2: South Korea is non-North
1: Korea nation. Like, dude,
2: South Korea it is. is crazy advanced. Like technologically, dude, they have professional video game people. Like these kids, people will come play. Like I don't know Minecraft. I don't know the game. Starcraft games. is Starcraft. Huge. Starcraft. That's one. They will come play StarCraft at an arena, and there's 50,000 people that come to watch them play.
0: I used to watch them play StarCraft on YouTube. I'm like, that's how big that was. I don't know what StarCraft is, really. It's... I mean, it's like a space, build a spaceship and other yeah. spaceships type thing. It's long and complicated. <laughs> I miss that. I was, Mind... too, I was
1: too busy having sex with women. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: That's, a, dude, that's a much 50, better all time. 50,000 <laughs>
2: people coming to play you why don't play video games? Well, good for them those guys everybody are ridiculous everybody needs
0: something <laughs> everybody good for them good for them bless their hearts so cute
2: so they have
1: pro video game people there
0: mm-hmm. going to
1: uh, people being more technologically advanced than us do you guys realize that Disney World is 10 years ahead of the rest of the United States of America Also. Awesome. It's fucking nuts. Like, I went to Disney World and, like, we went to this Beauty and the Beast thing and this mm-hmm. armoire, you know, that saucy armoire in the cartoon Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. She's like, bah, I got clothes. Bah. Yeah. And she throws out all these braziers and what have you. Like, you walk in this room and she's talking to you and you're like, this motherfucking armoire is talking to me. Like, it's, it's fucking amazing how advanced they are and the special effects and just how everything is just so spot on clean and it's, oh, it's so clean and shrubbery like all the bushes are in the shape of some jackass disney character and it's always trimmed perfectly so i guess at nighttime, because you never see a yard worker so i guess at nighttime they're out there trimming it up first off cutting grass in the dark is hard, is, the is hard is come, yeah man. let alone let alone making a bush look exactly like mickey mickey mouse playing volleyball it's like that's difficult and they're doing it at nighttime and then the fireworks alone like again I'm not a Disney I'm never, gonna wear, I'm never gonna buy a dumb fucking shirt or a mouses or nothing but I could not have been more impressed by the thought and effort that they put into that place spot on Disney they did it right Man, that's cool now let's talk shit about
2: like grown ups that love Disney oh <laughs> <laughs> dude how about that
1: these assholes that get married down there and propose down there it's like what are you doing
0: uh... you're no
1: princess fatty what are you talking about Dude, when I was
2: at Disney for my nephew's two-year-old birth, two second two birthday, whatever it's called, <laughs> we were down there for a second birthday. <laughs> yeah. we were down there, dude, and we were staying like in a cabin on Disney property. And dude, there's woodland critters everywhere. Dude, there's deer, raccoons. Dude, I never seen more dead
1: <laughs>
0: alligators. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I saw
2: someone hit a deer on Disney property, dude. Imagine that.
0: Bambi, real a life. A family hit a deer Time. and killed it.
2: Yeah, a deer was dead and deader than the
0: hammer. That's that's a vacation every family can Yeah, Mommy,
1: no! like,
2: well, he awesome. and your mother got married here. <laughs> Ugh, dude, people like that are the scum of the earth.
0: So, a little fourth wall for you. Uh, you know that Disney was originally planned to be built in Tillman's Corner. In Mobile, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, wow. Mobile Bay was uh, Walt's first. What first happened? Home.
1: Did he did he finally visit it? No. Yeah.
0: The the story goes, and uh, somebody's welcome to correct me Legend if they want. Says. But I'm from Mobile, and this is the story I'm going with. Uh, the way I heard. I thought you were from Cincinnati. No, I grew up in Mobile. A lot of holes in your story. No, it's just a longer story than you thought. But uh, the aristocracy, Mobile. The the people in Mobile said, no, we don't want it. It'll bring too much tourism. Stupid idiots. Yeah. The, the old money in Mobile said, no. Nah, wow. Because they thought it would be, be bad for... The old money people.
2: in mobile, like what did they make? You know what I mean? Like who's the it's gonna mess up
1: all Mardi Gras parades. Big murder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I worked for big gun violence and. Oh, uh, uh, we. But
0: cool. well, when you think about it, that would have been Jeff's when Jeff Sessions and those guys were, were running rampant. So you can imagine Walt felt right at home down here in the yeah in the South. Wasn't is, he
2: Jewish? Or was did he hate Jews? The, Walt Disney hated Jews. Yeah, vocabulary.
1: yeah, he was. Uh, same thing no one hates Jews
0: more than a Jew (laughs) self hating Jew but yeah that and and then when they built the Walt Disney's all optical illusions because of the building codes and so the whole bottom level uh, is the underground network they can pop up all these different places, yeah, and it's nuts. nuts. It's like slave labor working Th- for those guys. This too other
1: this year. other mind fuck they do is like anywhere you're at, apparently, or something. I noticed it too. You could always see the Magic Kingdom. Like, it it's yeah. just fucking big. But whenever you get there, eh, it's not that big. Yeah, no. it's I no. mean, like, it's a kingdom, but I mean, it's like, eh, you know, I mean, it's bigger than my house, but I mean, <laughs> but, but still, you're like, but there's a but it's, it's not as big as it looks. But right? anywhere else on the island or on the Fucking plantation, whatever you fucking call it, it's it's you. It always looks huge, like there's the kingdom. Then you get there, you're like,
0: it's designed to look bigger than it is, which is bullshit. Just another way
1: they outsmarted everybody. Just
0: a bunch of liars, man. Just a bunch of liars. But I would I would have believed you that Disney was ten years ahead of everybody else if they hadn't put Hillary Trump out in the Hall of Presidents. But that Hillary Trump. That's not her name. Trump, Hillary. You've never seen... You haven't seen this mannequin? Okay, so you I've know, been there years. I you have know the Hall of Presidents? Stopped. So you know the Hall of Presidents, yeah. right? So they've got Trump in the Hall of Presidents now. Good. But if you look at this animatronic Trump, it is obviously Hillary Clinton. Oh, so they had ch- Made to look kind of like oh, Trump. Really? <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Obviously. That, that it was supposed to be Hillary Clinton, and, uh, and it, it's Trump. So Yeah, so there's one more level for you. (laughs) I can't believe you. Go ahead and hear that. It was fucking hilarious, too. Yeah, the
1: one ride that really blows there is the It's a Small World ride. It's the only thing they ain't updated. It's just a bunch of crap, 70s fucking (laughs) puppets and shit. I'm like... Yeah. Dude, I remember
2: vaguely from when I was a child being on that, like, when you get to, like, other countries... Like, isn't it like really racist? What oh said? yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure "ching chong ching chong ching chong ching" doesn't mean it's a small world after all. <laughs> in Chinese, isn't it something like that? Isn't it like? Oh it, yeah! Yeah, now I you say it's racist as shit. I yeah, I swear it, it goes "ching chong ching chong ching chong ching." Dude, that's just racist as fuck.
0: That's so...
1: Well, and, it's, and it's so unupdated. Like, whenever you go through the Germany part, they're all still, like, doing that, like, yeah. animatronically. Yeah. Like, they haven't updated in, like, 50 years.
2: <laughs> oh, that's because Walt wanted to keep it that way.
1: <laughs> if like, it, oh, it ain't broke, don't fix it. I say, come on down to little, Disney World.
2: My little Third Reich.
0: All of his Imagineers. Yeah. Man, the, uh, the Safari thing that they've got down there, I think. That's the gayest, coolest job, name.
1: <laughs> <What>? an Imagineer. i an Imagineer. Man, I'm that. a dream creator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Figment, man, that little purple dragon—that yeah, was my that favorite one. part. Yeah, that was back when all you had was when Epcot, the the ride in Epcot, what was that called? Anybody remember? The Epcot ride? Yeah, that one. Well, that it, one, yeah. Oh, the um, why well, don't you travel future. through like
1: time or something? Yeah, it yeah. shows you that. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I am not trying it's to be a dick. Right. I thought it was <laughs> just called Epcot Center. It was fun. Oh, it was like. The, um, <laughs>
0: Through world? The new
2: power generation.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I think that. it's called Illuminati Owns You. Yeah. Something like that. No,
2: I know what you're talking about, though.
0: There yeah. were a few good ones, like some of the futuristic stuff. Yeah. Like in like how bad they got it wrong with their version of the World's Fair. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so yeah. This
2: off. comic uh, named Rory Scovel, he's good enough. Y'all don't know who that is. You should look it up. He's super duper duper funny. Yeah. But uh, he had this bit on one of his albums and it was talking about how like everyone's idea of what the future was going to be like was a bullshit except for RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's the year 2017, 15 and Detroit's a shithole overrun by the it's like He's like, wow, who thought someone got Detroit? He was right on the money. Like, <laughs> Militarizing the police. Yeah.
0: That's hilarious. RoboCop's
2: the only one that got it right. That's hilarious, man. That is that is. But dude, hilarious. like, um, what someone needs to do, like, you remember all the like hidden penises and stuff in Disney movies?
0: Yeah, yeah, I actually saw it on Facebook. That in the yeah. Lion King, all over. I the want place. to know
2: what that was about. I mean, I guess that was like just a bunch of guys on acid and stuff no, being dude, funny. That's the
0: original Illuminati. I think it was fucking with people. Yeah, like yeah. straight up fucking with people. Dude, the, I can imagine these
1: grown ass men sitting around tripping? They have to have something to be the entertained. The they were Imagineers.
2: The was <laughs> the biggest one, but like. There was just penis a penis in the on castle. The cover of the yeah, cover
0: I think those were were probably artists. They were aliens that showed up and uh, didn't care about ethics. They were like, "Fuck it, we uh, we're gonna go in here and we're gonna infiltrate. and We're just gonna put penises on Disney movies." I mean, that's, and that's gonna be how we. That's a
2: everybody. me move.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, was, but I'm sure there's hidden. That was their ET move?
2: There's gotta be hidden dicks at. Uh, and Disney then Fight World. Club did it. <laughs> Club, did it they're actually hidden penises all over Disney World right I don't know i mean, I've never mean it's part of looked. their business practices
0: well maybe that's why they've got <laughs> elevators it's always
1: some grown ups like going there <laughs> I always thought that uh, that women or you know when they're little girls and shit they're like uh, whenever I grow up I'm gonna be a princess Ooh, and then they on. make it like to Disney World they're like I'm a princess now and they're just working long hours and they just fucking hate it you know like come on 10 minutes, princess! Get your princess outfit on. (laughs) Jesus. And then it only lasts for so long, they're like, hey, crow's feet, you're fucking fired. (laughs) You you bitch.
0: (laughs) You age out after like six months.
1: Like, hey, Jasmine, get on your magic carpet and take your old ass out of here. Nobody's a princess forever.
0: Now we want you to play beast. <laughs> you, get one, you get one princess wedding, yeah. and then you're a beast. The, the one girl life. that does the best gets to be the fairy
1: godmother. It's like, all right, you get to stick around. <laughs> you're <laughs> Ursula.
2: <laughs>
0: You'd be the Little Mermaid's dead. Oh man, goddamn! I could rag on Disney. Hey, fatty, all day.
1: how do you feel about wearing an octopus costume?
0: <laughs> we used to rag on on Disney cartoons just in, in communications classes. We yeah. would sit around and and and. Just try to analyze the storyline or different parts of the storyline, and if you go back and watch Dumbo, holy shit! What's it about? The racism in oh, Dumbo it's is racism? so rampant. The
1: crows and shit. The
0: yeah. crows. Dude,
2: what about that song of the South? Yeah, it ain't, everybody just wants to be. By Alabama. Movie. No, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Sweet potato pie, <laughs> you know that song? Yeah that's what I always Bar- say. Bar- a marsh- song machine. Song, a bam- song of the song. South Sweet Potato Pie Made Me Touch Myself
0: <laughs> I want to say David Allen Coe, even though I know it's not, but that dude was ultra racist too. Yeah. It was David Allen Yes Coe. he was. He yes. was it? yeah. Well there you go. The star's align.
1: He'll be a vinyl, uh,
0: probably. He actually will He's gonna be yeah, in town. Yeah, whenever you
1: said that, like, I know he's doing a show down here. He comes, like, once a yeah, year. Yeah, he's
0: gonna be in town. Because he's old, him he
1: fucking <laughs> much. Oh. Dude, have y'all seen
0: Charlie
2: Daniels has been tweeting about the Illuminati? I saw you uh, share that. In know. Matt. Yeah.
0: I saw his face somewhere recently, but what what is He's Charlie Taco Daniels
2: Bell thing? did a commercial that was, like, tongue in cheek joking about Illuminati, Taco Bell. Yeah. And he was tweeting at him, like, the Illuminati ain't nothing to be played with. Oh, goodness. This is serious stuff. So, you know, hopefully. No, it's not. Hopefully we'll get a, you know.
0: Unless it is, do you think the Illuminati's real? No. Not at all? I hope it is, but I don't think it is. Who cares? Who cares? Well, I don't, I don't think it is. Though. You don't think they're the Masons? I don't know. Now, the Masons are real, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what I've heard. I want one of those rings. I love their those little... World Series rings they wear.
2: Yeah, you can get which one. you on YouTube. Or on YouTube, on eBay. Do you <laughs> tell. You
1: have, you have an uh, Illuminati
2: ring? No, no, you can get them on eBay, though. I look up stuff like that. I think the Illuminati... Or the Masonic thing. Those 33rd degree Masons are on some other stuff. And I think, like, the... Normal, that's like you people who's a mason. Then? They're like, so yeah, powerful,
1: I, I have no idea what they do. I used to have a guy that worked for me, he was a mason. I was like, What do you guys do? He goes, That's ah, nothing. I was like, Tell me one thing y'all do. He goes, That's ah, nothing, man. I'm like, What the fuck are you hiding?
0: Hey, if they won't tell you anything, they're doing some sinister yeah. shit, man. He ain't nothing
2: unless <laughs> He's a 33rd degree mason. The what rest of them are like somewhere? door greeters at Walmart. You know what I mean? They're the nice face on the masons. They do charity work to make it seem like a nice organization the old man welcomes you into Walmart and then the, they
1: ride the little evil around around the parade. Well,
0: wouldn't oh, you we want to, to know very well the people you were going to put on a mask and rub penises with I mean I would want those people to be around for a long long time so you would want them to be a 33rd degree been here a minute you wouldn't want the newbies back there in the, the sacred orgy whatever mm-hmm. like eyes wide shut it's for licking my butt no. <laughs> I don't know what they did. <laughs> well, you, it can't be much different than a fraternity, That's hard right? That's to say. It's got to be about the same as the fraternity. Same deal, so who's hazing who? It's just a frat that nobody ever leaves unless they die.
1: Then they bury him in a mason jar. <laughs> or put why the ashes in a mason, mason jar and it up. Why is I it bet they fucking invented it. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I can't think of why it's called a mason jar. Mm, it's masonic. They used to give you those of folks,
1: right? got a pofo Yeah. I do Yeah. I've been thinking about Po' folks I'd like to That shit's good It's around the corner From your house They have the best Red beans and rice Damn right it is I call them bitches All the time
0: Where Terrible is whole music But delicious food yeah. Where is there A Poe folks around here uh, Right up? beside your
1: Richie's house. Liquor Store On 9th and Creighton TBS you know, they, Comics. It, used to, it used to be By Sacred Heart Hospital And then they bought The land and put up That stupid fucking Ice cream place Their mm-hmm. red beans and rice Suck Mm. But fucking Po folks they reopened down at uh, 9th and Craig Yeah, I hadn't and heard that name in a time They long still spell everything time. wrong on their menu and it is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: is adorable. adorable. Po folks, That's awesome. You got a Po folks? That's awesome. Po so po who, do, who do you guys like in the Mueller versus Trump case? What do you think? Is he gonna is he gonna testify before Mueller? I don't know what that is. Mueller's the guy doing the Russia investigation for the FBI, and Trump okay. is the, the person who's claiming to be president right now. I don't think it's going to matter. You don't think it's going to matter if Man. he claims to be president or not? If Trump claims... Well, Trump, Trump is killed. president. Oh, I don't, don't fucking know. I
1: don't, don't think that don't Russia
2: think it'll come involved down. in the election at all. Yeah. I wish it would. I don't think that Russia was involved in it. Uh-huh. No. no. I think that, uh, that Seth Rich kid gave WikiLeaks those emails, and that's why he's dead.
0: Seth, I'm not familiar with that part Just of the story. look that up, dude. That Donna yeah. Brazil
2: lady all said it when, in
0: her new book. Oh, that's right. Okay. I she do remember that she was story. She scared when
2: Seth Rich got murdered. Yeah. She scared the shit out of her. She said it. She yeah. was the Democratic leader of the Democratic Party.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And she, because she came out after Hillary fucked yeah, up the they, whole DNC process. He was. And they threw Bernie under the bus. I remember And then that.
2: WikiLeaks, yeah. they offered a $20,000 reward for any information that led to Seth Rich's murder. Yeah. Like that kid gave gave those emails to WikiLeaks and they found out about it and killed him. Russia didn't have shit to do with any of it. That's a smokescreen. Russia is bullshit. That's why it's been over a year and nothing's happened. They're trying to make that bullshit all the whole time Trump's in there like fucking the Democratic Party fucked up. They let Hillary Clinton screw over Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders would have mopped the floor with Donald Trump. Like I'm sorry that they made a bad move. Mm-hmm. But that's how much people hated Hillary Clinton. They were willing to roll the dice on the apocalypse and vote for a reality TV star mm-hmm. rather than vote for that woman. Oh, yeah, That's the bottom line. Bernie Sanders, you shouldn't have like let her own the... The whole party, you know, yeah, like, and the, and she doesn't like that. That get that pisses her off. That <laughs> that's that the truth facts hurt feelings sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: so they made up that whole Russia thing. It's total bullshit. If anything, she had more collusion with that, that one thing that with the, dossier, with yeah, the, dossier. the dossier, yeah, the Russian dossier. She was colluding with Russia more than anybody else was. Yeah. The bottom line is, people hate Hillary Clinton.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think you're right. If it I was her husband,
2: and that's the thing. Her husband's as crooked as her, but, people <laughs> are but so likable. Right. He plays that saxophone so smooth. Yeah, yeah. he, he could have won. He could have beat Donald Trump again if he could have run again, and he's just as crooked as she is. People just don't like her. Get over yeah. it, and don't put someone that, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't. Nobody owes you shit, especially in politics. I don't care if you've been a servant of the public a servant of herself is what she really is Mm -hmm. but a servant of the public your whole life people don't owe you the most powerful job in the world, like people gotta want to give that to you, Mm -hmm. and people don't even have to want to give it to you, they can just want to not give it to you, then you get a reality TV star who's president
0: I'm just surprised to hear you say that the people have any say in giving the presidency to anybody
2: (laughs) I think that this is one time I don't believe that I don't believe in voting, yeah. personally. Uh-huh. I think that it's a rigged system. And I honestly think this is one time in history where they thought they didn't have to rig it.
0: Yeah. And it bit, and them, it in the bit
2: them in the ass. And bit them in the ass. And now yeah. Donald Trump's They were president. shocked
1: at everyone. It was so fucking funny. They, I
2: think that they thought it that it was hole-in-one and they didn't need to rig it for the first time ever. And I guess they should have because, you know...
0: I'm right there with you. I think the the machine that was designed to get Hillary Clinton elected failed, and it failed somewhere around Bernie Sanders, That's and that train wrecked slowly until Trump was awarded, you know, the, was claimed the victor. Um, but I wonder now with his bankruptcy and like his financial situations, and then the way that his father came to power through the Rothschilds and and through loans through through the Rothschilds. I wonder who he's beholden to, because. He doesn't have much in the way of his own fortune when compared to some of those other cats that are pulling strings. And so I wonder if plan A was the machine was supposed to work and plan B was we know we can control this Yahoo because we've got him under a financial thumb, And I think that's where Russia may be hairy is because a lot of the money is going through the Russia side. And that's what they're trying to keep covered up. I don't know. I don't
1: have enough facts to agree with that. I, I think, but again, maybe, maybe I just, I, I can't speak on that. Well, I, I would no say that,
0: there, that Russia, just my guess on that. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing pieces.
1: there when
2: it comes to Russia mm-hmm. or else we'd have known about it. He'd be in handcuffs because there's more people that hate
0: him than like him. Yeah. And if there was anything at all to that story, he wouldn't be president. Well, it, it kind of is. You've been talking about it for a year. There must not be anything there. Like, that seems to be true, that they've been talking about it for so long. Yeah, that it's just a bullshit story to,
2: like, try to tie things up so he can't either do too much damage or do whatever. But Mm -hmm. the bottom line is this. Like, if you look, like, all the presidents are related except for William Howard Taft. That is a fucking fact. The blue bloods. They're all related to this dude named King John Lackland who signed Mm -hmm. the Magna Carta. Now, this is, like, this ain't conspiracy stuff. Every single president except for... William Howard Taft. Mm-hmm. All of them. Related. Even Abraham Lincoln? All of them. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama's like third cousins with Dick Cheney and George W. Bush. Like, dude, they are all related. It's crazy. And Trump is related to him. And Hillary. And um, Bush. Jeb Bush. Well, I, think we're
1: all I think we're all related because we're all Americans. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not Obama. He was
1: born in Kenya, bro. But Come on. Um, no, I but here's he
2: the thing, quiet. dude. The one thing... I think, so you ask, what is Donald Trump beholden to? Potentially that, but I think that the one thing that Donald Trump is beholden to is his ego, you know? And that's the only thing I would say positive about him is at the bottom line, this whole thing is so he can have the ultimate rich guy item. And that is to have your face on money. Think about every cartoon rich guy handing you money with his face on it. Right, right. He wants his face on money. Now, the only way to do that is to be like, you got to be an amazing president to do that. So hopefully, maybe, I don't know, there'll be some economic boom that, (laughs) who knows? I don't know, that's bigger than when the Industrial Revolution, who knows? Hopefully, he will figure out a way to be a good enough president to get his face on money, hopefully. And if not, I mean, worst case scenario, the world ends. Either
0: way, I mean, I'm cool. I'm good either way, dude. I wonder if there's any way for any president to be a good president right now. No. Like, with the state of things and with how much control corporations have in Washington. Even a good president. Like, even Barack Obama. Who and this kind of came up on the show, but even when we were talking earlier about Joey's show in war, when we were talking about Barack Obama, who even uh, even he dropped tens of thousands of bombs as a president. So from a war standpoint, we may not have been putting boots on the ground, but we were still dropping dollars in the form of of explosions. So that status quo seems to just keep marching on.
1: Well, he killed a lot of those. Yeah, right.
0: Somebody
2: did. Here's the thing. In any in any job. Or did they? Right? <laughs> that's the only job where you can never do a good job. Okay? Any job, yeah. you can be undeniable. Everybody in Pence Cole can hate my guts, but if I go on stage tonight and crush undeniably, you're a good stand-up comic. If your sales numbers are great, you're a great You know, you you've taught all your employees to be good employees. You're a great manager. I think if cold repo guy can never do a good job either. He's always criticized. Yeah, yeah, it's the same way. But like, here's the thing, dude. If a president, and let's say it it was anybody. Let's say it's not Trump. It's not whoever. Let's say it's uh, Jim Johnson comes. Mm -hmm. Everybody likes him. He, in his first year in office, he creates world peace. Then you're going to have 50% of the world's population be like, it's Antichrist. He's the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. We've known about this for 2,000 years. He's the Antichrist, a Prince of Peace. Give me a break. We've known it's coming. He can't do... You can't do a good job, dude. Yeah. You can't. So that him wanting to yeah. have his face yeah. on money is a pipe dream, but please try. <laughs> please try.
0: Please, please.
2: You know, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know what you could do. I mean, and that's the thing, dude. What could he do at this point to where people who hate him like him? Nothing. That's why he doesn't give a shit what anyone thinks. And that's bad. That's bad for him, and that's bad for the people that hate him. It's everybody on both sides. He needs to try and extend an olive branch, and the people who hate him need to try and extend an olive branch and try to, like, you know... But now it's like, if you even like... And I want to say it, that it's what's best for the country. But now it's so upside down. Like, if you want what's best for the country, racist. Right. Like, everything's so upside down, dude. Like,
1: you know what I'm saying? like it's, Stranger Things. It
2: is. We're in the upside the down, upside dude. Down. We really are, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm. if you took some... And it, it doesn't even have to be... If you took some dude from the 1950s who was an alcoholic and beat the shit out of his wife. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the scum of the earth back then and Trump's brought him here now.
0: Trump's dead. Whatever. If you brought them
2: anymore. here now. They'd, yeah, there's a
0: documentary about it. They shit their <laughs> pants.
2: They shit their pants on the way the world is now. I'm not saying if you brought my dear dead grandmother who was alive many years ago. who was just the sweetest lady and you brought her now. She'd be spinning her grave if she saw the world now. Yeah. Not that. If you brought a piece of shit from the 1950s here, they'd be spinning in their grave here now, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, it's, it's impossible to wrap your head around.
2: It's just, it's from that too far gone. And that's why when I always say, Ah, eh, mm-hmm. world can end, I mean it, dude. So what do you think of that? I con- don't have kids and stuff, well, so it's different, you know? What do you but,
0: think of the conventions of the states then? What do you mean? The, we're 34 states already, we need 35, which would draw a convention of the states, which would basically take, seize power from the federal government and the states could do as they will. Which would mean we could shut down the federal government and the states could redraw the constitution and rebuild the government from the ground up. Yeah, seems like a lot of legwork.
1: Seems <laughs> like a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> as long as my paycheck stays the same and nothing gets messed up with roads and stuff, whatever. It's like, you know, I said this earlier, it's like we, we keep burning through presidents. Nothing's fucking changed in my life. I don't know. Yeah. Just keep on, just like, fuck, go to work. Don't burn anything down. Don't fucking kill anybody. Whatever. Doesn't matter. And the thing is, dude, we're just at
2: the age of bitching. Yes. Like everybody's just always bitching Ugh. and whining and complaining about everything. I don't mean the president. I mean about literally anything you can think I of. My mm-hmm. too hot. Yeah, yeah, just everything, dude. And it, any of these people who got their way, they still wouldn't be any happier. You know, right that's
0: it's, the nature that's a human condition right
2: and people just need to learn that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. all the people who like Trump in four years will hate the next president and they'll be happy and then their lives won't change and it's gonna go back and forth and then you got yeah, all right, these
1: forth. and then you got all these overweight people at Walmart that ride around in those motorized cars whenever they could walk like those <laughs> cars are for people that can't walk but they use because they're fucking lazy and that's the only exercise that they're gonna get that week anyways buying their groceries and they just ride around on it they only have so many of them
0: they got a share.
1: Get up. <laughs> like, you got a buggy you can lean on.
0: <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to be walking around with... Get some old,
1: air on your bed, bed, sores. It's not like you have to walk around <laughs> with bags and carry all your groceries around like you're going inside with them. A oh, God.
0: <laughs> mm, and the front basket's not even big as a normal buggy, it's pretty stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, without that basket, where are people going to put their guns and ammunition while they're shopping? In
2: their fat rolls, dummy. <laughs> uh, I keep my gun in my pussy, personally. Take that hot dog out of your
1: holster. <laughs> and I'm out of drink. Damn.
0: Well, I guess it's about that time. Do we need to plug anything? Is there anything you have coming up that you want to plug? Talk to anybody about?
1: I'm doing... um. Friday night, I'll be at the back porch. It's um, uh, veterans and uh, bikers, right? Yeah, we're doing a veterans biker
0: show down there. Yeah, that's right. I forgot they're going to be in town. Should be fun. That uh, starts at nine, nine thirty. Nine thirty at the back porch. Should be. <laughs> Friday night followed at eleven twenty ish by the Rated R comedy show with Mr. And if you bring
1: canned food, you get in free.
0: Is that for the veteran thing? Hmm? No, the veteran that's just, thing? they always do that. I did not know that. Yep. Who
1: does that? That's a lie. You get it free anyway. I'm just saying if you bring break him... Bring hungry. hungry. Kirby's just hungry. Sorry.
0: Uh, I can't think of anything else we need to buy. <laughs> but plug. not
1: those double-stuffed raviolis. That's fucking nasty. You what would, is it? Double-stuffed <laughs> raviolis? Like, you would think double the meat. Oh, this is going to be great. No. It is not.
0: No. Who makes Turns
1: out that... Chef Boyardee!
0: <laughs> I prefer mini raviolis. Yeah, dude, yes, those remember, are good.
2: Do you, yes. do you remember... This started probably five years ago with the commercial yeah. where it's Chef Boyardee living in Italy. It's like shows his life. The commercial yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. Goes, Chef Boyardee. They started, they were like, Chef Boyardee. it's like, nah, nah, it's too long. You can't <laughs> change your name now. It's Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Not Chef Boyardee. 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 It's like, no one's going to be like, I want to go into the store and just be like, excuse me. Excuse me, where is your Chef Boyardee? You
0: know? <laughs> oh, that stuff's... Ew. Do you think Mario Batali did that when he got on television?
2: Hang on, dude. <laughs> the Mario Batali, you know who that is? No. Nope. That's the guy that looks like...
0: Chef Boyardee?
2: Like a shaved lion. What? He looks like, like lion-esque. I don't know. He looks like an animal. Maybe anyway, an overweight Chitauri. He got in trouble for sexually. Yeah, <laughs> he got in trouble for the whole sexual something, you know. Whenever it was all going on, yeah, yeah, Every yeah. other every day, it was like a new. You're like, who's next? Right. You know, who's today? Like, um, he got in trouble for that, so he released an apology. He
1: pulled out his linguini.
2: <laughs> he pulled out. No, he <laughs> he wrote an apology letter. To the media, and it had a recipe for, like, biscuits or something. <laughs> That's true. It was for something. It was it's
1: like a
2: recipe rec- for biscuits and gravy. Or Can
0: you imagine if uh, What's or Nuts had uh, the lady from Georgia, if she had released when all that racism accusation was going around, an yep. apology with a recipe for fried chicken? Yeah. Like,
2: ooh, hey, y'all. <sighs> Have you ever seen... Have you ever seen a thing about like a, Katy Perry and Paula Dean look alike?
0: Paula Dean, that was her name, yeah.
2: Have you ever seen that? No. They're like she's like old Katy Perry, dude.
0: That's so sad.
2: Seriously. Looks exactly like you gotta look, look the picture up. It's crazy. That's look that up. So and sad and that,
0: for Katy Perry.
2: Paula Dean and Katy Perry. And there's another conspiracy online for a while saying that John Bennett Ramsey grew up to be Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> It's always something, you know. Hey. That's what you wanted to name your daughter, wasn't it?
1: No. Jean Bonnet Oh, okay. No. That was just a joke.
0: If I ever saw, <laughs> I don't remember saying that. <laughs> Plausible <laughs> deniability. No. I have no knowledge. No. <laughs> that must have been somebody else with the children. It was not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note. I feel like we've barely gotten started, and I feel like we're forgetting to plug something. Oh, yeah. Thursday. Thursday nights here in Pensacola at the Olive Drop on Barrancas. 8 p.m. Yes. Then head
2: on over to Shooters at 10.30 for open mic there. That's two mics in one
0: night. That's That's, uh, fucking awesome. Pensacola, we're doing it. Woohoo! Pensacola comedy scene. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I'm sorry for,
1: you know... Breaking in on your opinion. no no that's all right
0: that I'm just common. that just means I'm yeah. gonna we best pl- good
1: friends we we're talking about you at the beginning of- I'm trying to shake your oh. hand we we're talking at the
0: beginning of- we are that's actually where we began so it's very appropriate that you, you got showed me up into comedy. oh cool yeah so, so you're you like my dad yeah. you're like my comedy dad you my this mom. guy makes
2: a good bologna sandwich man that's the best sandwich I ever had fried bologna sandwich <laughs> I never forget that it was like five in the morning
0: how drunk were you. <laughs> Moderate. <laughs> good enough to think of bologna yeah. sandwich no, was no, fried no, well. <laughs>
1: the key is you cut a you cut a X in the middle so it cooks evenly and it drops down because you don't want the steam build up under it. you get that you get that burnt ring around right,
0: it. Right, right, good man. God damn. Don't, don't
1: ever way. go to ten.
0: Don't ever go to ten. Post, I he that. knows what he's doing. Hey y'all! Hey y'all He, hey y'all.
1: he uh
2: as a matter of fact, he probably should make an apology letter to some woman out there probably. You ought to just put the recipe for it at the bottom. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, there you go. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Until next time, truth, love, and peace.